welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up in some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. You sure did. I did, <laughs> but you're helping me out. You're a good I'm friend. I'm doing my best. Yes, you are. So, Rachel, we are in the throes of season three. Yes, we are. We have made some, like, big progress. Yeah. So we're not even going to deal with the, like, tangentially related questions. Really? No got something different okay so i think i'm okay with this okay i think you are you will i'm be. saying it to you're, myself i'm okay you're gonna be okay so okay. um here's my question for you huh we're starting a new genre today uh-oh <laughs> why do you say uh-oh because i didn't like nirvana well what does nirvana have to do with anything i didn't like him or them <laughs> or that band okay it's not it's nothing like nirvana Okay, I'm okay with that. Good, okay. I'm happy. So the genre that we are introducing really this, like this week for the first time is country. Oh. So, wait a second. Am I going to like this? I don't know. Like, is it twangy and it's like, sounds like someone's whining. Well, okay, first of all, first of all, you obviously have an opinion about country. So what's your opinion? Well, we kind of don't want to say where we live, but we kind of live in a place where it's kind of everywhere. Yeah, I would agree with that. And does that make, does something popular make it bad? And like, I'm a city girl. I'm not a country girl. Okay. So like, I love the city. Like yes. when I fall asleep, I love sound and right. I listen to sound when I fall asleep. So is your main objection to country music that it is about country things? Yeah. And then also there's a lot of dead dogs and I like dogs. <laughs> I think that that's probably a gross representation of country music so, but it is so, a representation so, <laughs> so. It's a stereotype so um so perhaps it's the content like the lyrical content of country music that you don't like and it sounds a little whiny okay so and because they're um, whining about their dead dog it's not really about dead dogs oh maybe the, the country song so, that i know is about a dead dog so that so that's a good question is what country music have you heard some song about a dead dog are you sure you're not just hearing people making fun of country music by pretending that it's about dead dogs? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Do you have any foundation for... Other than Shania Twain from okay. that CD that my dad thought it was right. he wasn't sure about it. A CD which you maybe didn't open. Yeah, I think it still has plastic <laughs> on it. All right. So Cause it's, well, the title of the song was Man... I, I wish I was a woman or a I woman. I feel like a woman. Yeah, something like that. And so she, he wasn't sure about if it was like some woman trying to be a man or a man trying yeah. to be a woman. So. so so let me ask you this. So right now you have you have a, a presupposition about what country music is. Yes. And whether or not you're going to like it. But it seems to be based on very not real sparse stuff. evidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> okay, so I want you to give it a go. And the artist that we're going to introduce this week is not what you're probably thinking of, of stereotypical country music with the dead dog, blah, 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 blah. This is different, it's older, and I think that you might even like it. Uh, let's see. Open your heart. I really like last. So we can do a drum roll. I really like last week. So Let's okay, here we go. It's Johnny Cash. Oh, I've seen his sh TV show. What no, TV show? not a show. That uh, that movie with Reese R Witherspoon, Walk and she's like really in that cute A-line dress, and I think it's a yellow one. I love the color yellow. Okay, 
So you've seen Walk the Line. Did you like that movie? I did. He was in jail. No, wait, he sang in jail. Yes. Something like that. That's one of his famous popular songs. Didn't he die? Uh, yes. And wasn't he a guest? Oh, he was on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> I have no knowledge of that. He was. Okay. This is your this is your TV movie knowledge coming yes. out where I don't really have that. So you are aware that Johnny Cash is a person. He is a lot. No, he's dead. But he, he's a person. He's a person. He's like a musician. Like you've you've heard of him. Like you've my friend named her son Cash after him. Wow, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, her son's name is Cash. That's kind of crazy. I guess that's but, a normal thing here in the um, South. I don't know. <laughs> that's the only Cash I would have met. I'm gonna throw some Johnny Cash songs at you. Yeah, just go to, for like, it. Rate your or get a little grip on what you know. Okay, so go for it. So you know, uh, it's Folsom Prison Blues. Is that that prison song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know that song, but honestly, right now I couldn't even pull out a line from it. That's all right. Um, so he's country. Yeah. Let huh. me give you some other titles. Have you heard? God's Gonna Cut You Down? Pass. Okay. Um, the Man Comes Around? Pass. All right. Um, Solitary Man? Pass. Are any of these songs from the movie? I don't know which songs are in the movie. Really? Uh, Hurt. This is a big one. Pass. Hurt. Ring of Fire? Oh, he sings that, and I think my grandmother would say a couple lines from that. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, down, down. And doesn't he say, um, you, you know when to hold them and fold them? <laughs> no. Is that him? It, from that song? No, that's um, that's a Kenny Rogers song. Oh, I don't know who Kenny Rogers is. That's all right. But I know that part of the holding and folding. <laughs> so let me, let me give you one more song here. And it's called I Walk the Line. Oh, that was the movie of the title of the movie. So. Yeah, but would you, if you heard the song, would you be like, hey, that's Johnny Cash? Nope. Probably not. Sorry. All right. So there's part of the movie I remember. And there's okay. part of the movie I don't. remember the costumes. I remember, remember <laughs> the A-line dress that she had. It was really cute. Um, okay. So um, you've seen the like movie about his life. A while ago. I think I own it. Okay. It's out of the plastic, so that's good. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rate your current knowledge of Johnny Cash? Oh. I would say it's above a three. So maybe a four, maybe a five, maybe a I four. I would not say that this is a five. No. I think you've seen a movie about Johnny Cash and that that's it. Yeah. So I would say three, maybe four. I think three is, for for you, this is probably a three. Okay, three. Because this is somebody that you are aware of is a musician and like I said some a song and you knew what it was. So this is country. Johnny Cash's country. Yeah, he's okay. old country. And okay. this is not like what you kind of would hear on the radio, you know, pop country. So he's now. not that popular? No, he's super popular. It's just like an old, I mean, it's like saying like. So he's not on the radio? It's like oldies for country. Oh, okay. But John, so we'll, we'll talk more about um, his music and his style and, and all of that stuff next time. But before we go to uh -huh. the break. I do have a special announcement for you. Ooh. This episode, because I don't like country music, we're going to have a guest host. Who is that? It's our f most popular guest host. It's Aaron. Oh, I like Aaron. <laughs> He's cool. We, he helps out a lot. He does. And he knows a lot about Johnny Cash and is happy really? to share it with you. He's into country. 
He's in a Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. So that's what I want to impress Because he's the here. one that did Black Sabbath with right. us. And Black Sabbath does not sound like Johnny Cash. Well, so here's the thing about Johnny Cash is that Johnny Cash is the kind of country music that people who don't like country will still like. And oh. that's why I wanted you to have an open mind. Okay. Because we're bordering in, we're going into this genre, but it's very, very likable outside of the country genre. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Awesome. And this is a Johnny with an H, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Johnny with an H. So, uh, you've got some homework. Yes, I do. I get to listen to Spotify for one hour a day. Yep. Aaron and I have created for you a Johnny Cash playlist that you're going to listen to all week, and then we'll come back together and talk about your experience. One question, though. Can I listen to this with my family? So, I would say, yes, you could probably listen to most of these songs. There's not going to be, like, a lot of, like, explicit language, but some of the topics and the content might be okay. a little rough for your kindergartner. Okay. So, I would listen to it first. Okay. And, like, make your judgments. Make Maybe my parents' move choice. some of the songs into a separate playlist you could listen to with your family. Yeah. You know, the ones that you like or that, you know, don't have any kinds of, like, violent undertones. Violent. Huh. Okay. Yeah. This will be an interesting week. Country. It I can is. do it. I think you can do it. I think you're going to have a good time. All right. Sounds good. Plus, Aaron will be there on the second half. He'll make it all better. <laughs> all right, Rachel. We'll see you next week, and audience will be back with you in just a minute. See you then. Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to Johnny Cash, but before you uh, tell us how it went, let's greet our special guest host of the week, Aaron. Hi, everybody. Thanks Aaron. for being here, Aaron. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. It's oh, always a pleasure having you. Definitely. It's always fun to be here. Awesome. Well, All right, we got that out of the way. What did you think about <laughs> your week? I, I'm not sure. Hmm. Like, I had this conflict within myself where... I have been ingrained for so many years, you are not allowed to like country. By who? You know, Yourself? Um, may it be, it's because I'm a Yankees fan, or, you know, I'm from up north, but I live down the south, and I have just that conflict. So you feel like admitting that you enjoyed this week would be a betrayal yeah. of your Yankee roots. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a, I mean, I was born and raised in Texas, but I've always kind of felt the same way. Really? I didn't know that. I was always super annoyed by, and I think a lot of, uh, there are many country fans who feel annoyed by the country that gets portrayed on Top 40 Radio. Huh. And uh, a lot of people are not satisfied with the mainstream uh, of today's country, radio, country music. And I think it's important to note as well that Johnny Cash is not merely... A country music guy. What but, does he do? Like, well, you could say that his music fulfills the the aspects of a lot of different genres: rock and roll, blues, folk, gospel, even right. I could hear the blues, the folk, and the gospel. Yeah, and rock and roll. Like, I was listening to the Spotify playlist that I made of Johnny Cash this week and when it ends you know how it'll keep playing songs that are kind of like in the same vein of what you've been listening to yeah yeah so it started playing Bob Dylan Buddy Holly Patsy Cline like it started going in the, and then it was playing the kinks it was playing like all different kinds of stuff and I was like this is exactly it because Johnny Cash is like compatible 
with a lot of different genres. I mean, Elvis. I mean, you could go so many different directions. Yeah, he started off as what you'd call rockabilly, yes. which is like hillbilly rock and roll, which is uh, what you would think of when you think of Elvis Presley and Buddy Holly. I think I know Elvis because doesn't he have a jail song? He does. He does. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, a southern music theme, jail. Yeah. Do they all go to jail? Now, okay. <laughs> so, I have a couple questions about the um, songs that I was listening to this week. Okay. Sure. That um, Folsom um, Blues Prison song. Folsom Prison Blues. Is that, did he write that? Who wrote his stuff? So he wrote a lot of his music, Mm -hmm. but a lot of his music were what you call standards, kind of like what Ella Fitzgerald would do. Yeah. He would take traditional songs and perform those. Um, Folsom Prison Blues in particular is interesting because... He adapted that from an existing song called yeah. Crescent City Crescent Blues. Crescent City Blues. Which I listened to this afternoon and I was like, yep, that's pretty much the same song. It would make you actually uh, feel bad about Johnny Cash for a minute because you think, <laughs> oh my gosh, he's just a ripoff guy. But the story behind it is actually he wrote it when he was just, he was just having fun with his buddies in the army and they had a little band over in Germany. He just wrote it for fun. He never thought he was going to be a rock and roll star. Right. He heard this song called Crescent City Blues and, like, changed the lyrics and turned it into the song that you heard. Because he had, like, a passion for... uh, So he wasn't ever in jail. uh, He may have spent a night or two in jail. But it wasn't from the song. Yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't murder, some, murder He didn't anyone. kill someone in Reno. Correct. <laughs> well, I was, that's what I was curious that's about. Fair. I mean, hey, you never know. People mm-hmm. have written music in jail and stuff. Uh, he was uh, just basically putting himself in the shoes of a prisoner, trying to have that's what you know, I figured. empathy for them. Yeah. Because um, that's a big thing for him, is trying to like forgive the unforgivable and uh, empathy for you know the less fortunate and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, that line about shooting someone in Reno is one of the most famous lines in all of country music. Yes. Mm-hmm. He said he just wrote, he used his imagination to think of the worst reason possible to kill somebody. Why did it have to be in Reno? <laughs> That's a great question because if you killed someone in Reno, you're not going to jail in California. So what do you I mean? guess uh, you'd go to jail in uh, Nevada, in Nevada. <laughs> or federal prison or something. But like, uh, oh, oh, okay. Folsom Prison is like a California state penitentiary. I'm I guessing... bet it's for the musical two syllable sounds right in the song. And it's a very western. It's yeah. a famous western city, and in country music, you kind of have all these iconic western images. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Reno would probably fits that bill. But yeah. to get to it's the end of the story, so he he comes out with the song, and it's a hit. But yeah, he someone gets, ever yeah. like like say, hey, you stole my song? Yes. <laughs> uh, now the funny thing is, he told his record producer, hey, you guys, you know, I kind of stole these lyrics. No, the the song, the music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, yeah. He's kind of like he kinda, he told them that it, what what he did. Okay. And so, uh, but the record producer, who I think was kind of a jerk, said, um, okay, move on. Oh yeah, just don't worry about on, it. Just cares? don't worry about it. And then he got sued for seventy five thousand dollars which is about $500,000 in today's money. Huh. But he settled up. He, you know, he paid he paid the uh, original writer what he was owed. Yeah, so some of the songs, so in answer to your question, that was a super rabbit trail, but something we meant to explain Get to. to you. Yeah. But some of the songs that you heard are covers of um, 
pop songs. Some of them are standards and some of them are originals. And gotcha. so if there's a specific song you want to talk about, we can tell you which That was one, one of the is. biggest um, songs that I wanted to talk about. And um, probably Cry, Cry, Cry was another one. Did, did he write that one? He did write that one. Huh. And uh, that is a very, of course, sort of an emblematic country music song. It's the... the the subject matter is about infidelity, which is a huge mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. Like, country music songs aren't usually simple love songs where I love you so much, here's Let Me Count the Ways. It's usually like, I love you and you've done me wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that was the first, his first hit in, like, 1950. That was his not- first one. That's yeah, right. 1953 or mid-50s. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk a little bit about his history? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, he grew up in uh, Arkansas mm-hmm. in uh, the Depression. Uh, he On a farm, I, I believe. That's right. And um, growing up in the Depression really shaped uh, his outlook on music, um, or, or rather politics, and you'll see that in like the Man in Black song. Mm. Uh, it gave him a heart for worrying about uh, for taking care of the less fortunate among us because he grew up in poverty. And his family was also very religious, like kind of, you know, fundamentalist, kind of Southern baptist This is true, yeah. yeah. He had a, a very religious upbringing, which I think was probably common. Oh, yeah, time. sure. Yeah. Just also emphasizing the taking care of the less fortunate. Sure. And uh, there was an incident when he was younger uh, where his brother uh, died in an industrial accident. Oh, yeah, um, it was depicted in the movie Walk the Line. Oh, uh, I don't remember that somewhat part. Somewhat accurately. Yeah, it, uh, he was basically cut in half. <gasps> yeah. By did, it, did he song. watch him? I think it was more like the accident happened and then he like lingered for a week before he died. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. that's awful. He was cut almost And I'm in half. guessing he was like close with his brother and to yes. see his brother go through that week of pain. Oh, he, torture pain. He never got over it. I bet not. Through his whole life. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, he lived to be um, very 70s. old. He lived in the 70s. And, and yeah, he was really old when he was, well, I wouldn't say really old, but he was older when he did Dr. Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I never did see Dr. Quinn. He actually gets out his guitar and he sings a song to, in, in the show. Oh, that's And great. it's about Thanksgiving or something. I just remember that. <laughs> oh, I've got to see that sometime. <laughs> Back to history. <laughs> Back to history, exactly. Well, that's part of his history in some ways. Uh, throughout his career, you know, he showed up in uh, movies and TV a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. after after growing up and during the Depression, he spent some time in the military base in Germany. Uh, he was in the Air Force. He was a radio operator. Huh. And, uh, I wonder if he went to Ramstein. I forget that that's a city. <laughs> Ramstein Air just Force immediately Base. hearing like do us Ramstein. <laughs> yeah, there's a band called Ram Ramstein as I well. I know. Oh, and really? they and they talk about balloons. That's that's Nena. not them. That's not them. Ninety nine Luft balloons. Yeah, that's Nana. That's a different German band. Okay. Yeah, I do know. Wait, Ramstein. No, the balloons I remember. We will probably not be covering Ramstein. <laughs> we can make that a bonus episode. Songs from German bands. <laughs> For some reason. Or we can just do like Europe and then maybe Asia and maybe Africa. Okay, Those are on. both bands, by the way. Europe and Asia. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. So when um, he was in the military, he wrote Folsom Prison Blues. Uh, he got back. But you said his Cry, Cry, Cry was his number ah. one. First one. First 
first like record like hit. So who did That's he right. like? So he rec- he recorded and wrote um, Folsom Prism first, but Actually, then wrote he pri- wrote it. So writing a song and then recording. Oh, so he a song. saved it for later. Yeah, these days musicians probably record songs almost after immediately after they write them in a lot of cases, but not so. Recording equipment was not as available back in the day, so people might write them and just perform them for a long time before they ever record them. Okay. So he wrote Folsom Prison Blues in early 50s during the Korean War, and it wasn't until uh, late 50s that he ended up recording it at Sun right. Records. So wait a second. Okay, this is totally a tangent, but he was stationed in Germany during the Korean War? That's right, yeah. They, so Post-World th- War Two. Okay, gotcha. You know. They were monitoring Soviet communications from Germany. Okay, I was just so wondering he, what he was working on. Yeah, it was an intelligence operation, basically. Gotcha. He wasn't in any real danger for the most part. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, and then... And then he came back to the... Was he always in the military, and then that's how he got unpopular? Or where did he get found? Oh, okay, so he was in the military for five years. Oh, okay. And then, uh, basically, he wandered... He got the courage up to just go into the student recording studio wow. and try to sell him his music. Off the streets. Pretty oh, much. Oh, that's right. I, I think I remember that from the movie. No, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the movie, and he was denied, right? They Initially, he wanted to... Uh, uh, he and his band, the Tennessee Three, they wanted to do gospel music. Because that was his main thing, really. Having uh, come from a, a religious background. And, you know, a lot of uh, people who play in gospel music, they get to practice so much. You know, every Sunday. So that was what he knew was gospel music. But the producer wanted edgier, like rock and roll type stuff mm. and would not let him do gospel music at first. Huh. But he, uh, throughout his career, you know, he got to do everything from rockabilly, country western, yeah, and uh, eventually lots and lots of gospel music. So if you liked that, uh, what there was of the gospel music on the, the playlist, there's plenty more of it. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Aaron was telling me that there's like a like a best of album that's three parts. Oh yes. And I just loved the title of it. It was Love, God, and Murder. Love, God, and Murder. Wow, sure he has that much that. music. Oh, he has so much. So music. much. So how many awards and things ha- does he have too? Oh, a lot. A lot. A yeah. lot. <laughs> I lost count at some point, I'm sure. Is he in, like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And the Country Music Hall of Fame. So that's kind of what we were talking about before. It's kind of a unique thing that he's in. He's in one Hall of Fame. He also has won several Grammys for both country music albums and others, as well as, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh. And what else? There's no no telling how he probably won Gospel Awards. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then the Video Music Award. Yes, yeah, the, the video for Hurt that he did was, um, uh, a lot best. of people consider one of the best ever. Yeah, and definitely the best of 2003. Definitely. Or whatever year that was. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. So, um, this is me and my ignorance, I'm just asking. So, Dolly Parton, the one that has Dollywood, mm-hmm. she's country. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Is she friends with Johnny Cash? I think they must have been. Do you sure, think, I, would, like, I would assume so. Because one of the songs that I was like listening to, and I remember this a little bit from the DVD, he sings with this one lady, oh, what's her name? Oh, June. Yeah. June, his wife. Yes. June but Carter, he really yeah. cheated, if I'm remembering uh, on the DVD, he cheated on his wife and 
and got with this June chick. Well, okay. he was married. He was married twice. So his first wife, whose name is Vivian, and that's the one with the three girls. Four, actually. They oh, have four, four kids. Uh, the oldest of whom is a country singer in her own right. Roseanne wow. Cash. Yeah. Um, and they got divorced due to, yes, affairs and also, you know, his um, drug drugs. He the drug addiction. Oh, that's right. I remember that part of the movie. He got into amphetamines almost... He probably didn't know any better at the time, but they would they would just take them just to be able to perform. Lots of band, the Beatles did that too, like right. back when they were touring. Huh. Okay, and so um, did he ever do like? Because I I remember that one song that he did like a duet, not a duet, like four guys. Oh yes. And so I honestly I know we're not talking about likes and dislikes yet, but I do want to mention that song of. I just didn't like it because I could recognize his voice. I just couldn't recognize the rest of the voices. And so it kind of distracted me. And um, the song you're talking about is the Highwaymen. Is the Highwaymen with it's a quartet. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like one of the names is Willie Nelson. I think I've heard of the name, but I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know any of his music. So all four of those gentlemen are uh, very well. It's basically what you call a super group where people get famous separately. Oh. And then come together to, it's sort of a gimmick where they release an album uh, of them all working together. Oh, okay. So if you like that genre of music, then you would really like the supergroup. It doesn't work out all that well a lot of the time. Yeah, it's not my, I can't think of very many supergroups that I'm interested in. But. Oh, okay. It's kind of fun for the fans, and it would be a lot more fun for you if you recognized all four of those voices. Yeah, I couldn't recognize all of them, so I was like, eh, no. I'm going to put this one on my dislike. That's, a, that's a, a weird song for Johnny Cash to be singing, though, because he's singing about being in a spaceship at the end. Did you <laughs> notice that? Really? At the end, he's talking about being like a tra- someone who travels across the stars and gets mm-hmm. reincarnated as a drop of rain. Very out there and hippy-dippy for uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> So um, you did mention we meant you mentioned June. Uh huh. So he obviously he's divorced from his first wife. He married her, but after she wouldn't marry him until he got clean. He got clean, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So that's uh, important. Say no to drugs. Good job, June. (laughs) Good job, June. Yeah, she. He. I don't know that that took one hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. I think he had some relapses. Yeah. Okay. But they did stay married until. Did they have kids? They had one. one kid. So um, he had four daughters. His oldest daughter is a country singer. Mm-hmm. Is the other um, kid a country I singer? don't know of any of the others who have a significant uh, country career. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think any of them are famous for anything. Okay. Apart from Roseanne Cash. So going back to the Dolly Parton part of where she's really famous, is there like, I've never been to Dollywood, <laughs> nor do I think I ever will. Maybe but, you will after the Dolly Parton episode. Oh, we're going to have a Dolly Parton episode. Okay. No. Well, not like in the near future. <laughs> is, is he that high and that um, like popular? Oh, is, yeah. So the, uh, he could have a Johnny Cash world. Oh, God. Well, it wouldn't be much fun, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if he's that good of a singer. I mean, I don't associate him with good times and, uh, I mean, the, the yeah. Get Rhythm section. Of the, yeah, I of like it. that song, Get Rhythm. That's Ooh. his most fun song, probably. That is. A lot I of, had fun with that song, with my daughter, at least. A lot of his other songs are very serious. They are. He has a, he has a message. He does. Although he can be funny at times. He has oh, a, sure. like, a, like a boy named Sue. Mm-hmm. Some people think is 
funny. I don't know. It was probably a lot funnier. At the I thought time. it was like more of like jokey ish. It was just like, exactly. yeah, I'm fooling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These words work together. I'm, you know, strumming along, having fun with the lyrics, kind of thing. There was a lot of that in country music. It still is a lot of novelty stuff because the lyrics are usually so clear. It's a good vehicle for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That's kind of to me more folksy. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned he was into gospel, but the recording um, manager kind of just wanted him to do rock and roll. So did this manager kind of guy provide training or say, because if he was like all about the gospel and he wanted him to do more rock and roll, do mm. they provide training or not really? Or is his... You mean vocal training? Yeah. It's just Johnny Cash, just Johnny Cash. I think that that is the case. I read something and I am not sure if this is true. But I read that hit that Johnny's mom noticed his um, ability to sing, like took him to get voice lessons, and that the voice teacher was like, "I'm not gonna mess with this. Um, like your baritone baritone voice is really good. Like, yeah, he's got a naturally he does and special I, voice, and I yes. can hear that in the song Hurt. Yes, and I honestly, sorry, I didn't like the song because of how deep it, it was, and I was just like. This wasn't something I could sing along with, and it was just like, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and I was just like, Johnny that, Cash over there. Oh no, Johnny Cash, and that's much, not him at all. Like, he's well, so not like he's a much zombie. older on that. Yeah, he's actually near death. Really, I think he album. died that same year. Or the thing, close. that's one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs, and it's actually it's a cover of a '90s. Hard rock. Uh, how do you describe Nine Inch Nails? Indu- uh, it's indus- I'd say they're industrial, but you wouldn't really know what that meant, right? Nope. A nineties electronic, heavy ish, heavy like almost very dark, very dark nineties rock band. Okay, and so called Nine Inch Nails. He's covering them. Yes, right. And so the style, it's like it's night and day. The the difference between like the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Huh. And the thing that's so great about that song is how well the lyrics, it's all about the lyrics on that one. The way they apply to Johnny Cash, um, he actually, he took a line and changed it and improved, I think a lot, I, I think and a lot of people agree, he improved the song. So he changed the line, I wear this crown of, <laughs> thank you, uh, and he changed it to crown of thorns on my liar's chair. And what he's talking about there is, how he's he's got an image as sort of like a a gospel singer, religious, but he's saying, no, I'm guilty. Uh, I'm not worthy. Um, Mm. You know, I'm... To wear a crown. And he's right, I'm wearing on my liar's chair. And it has an air of fatality to it, like Mm. where he says, "If if I could start again a million miles away, you know, and at the end, it's really at the end of his life, he's saying that. Huh. And it's... It was very affecting to see that, and then like I don't know, weeks later, months later, when I'm still watching the video, he dies right after that, mm-hmm. right after it came out. It kind of reminds me, and I know we don't normally cross artists talk, mm-hmm. but it reminds me a little bit of David Bowie's last album. Oh yes, and talking of you know his kind of like knowing that the end is near as well. There's a whole list of artists who release songs right before they died that mm-hmm. are kind of about how they're dying. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like they he knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Rachel, I know you like history. I do. And Aaron has a really interesting story about Johnny Cash meeting a former president. 
Really? I think Which you would president? Find interesting. Yeah. So the first president he met was Richard Nixon. Ah, the Ni one that has the presidential library in ca California. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Nixon invited Johnny Cash to the White House to play. Uh, he, he he requested three songs. That'd and be cool. I want to request yeah. some songs. So <laughs> Nixon requested he requested a song called "Okie from Muskogee." Okay. Which is making fun of hippies. <laughs> and war protesters. And war protesters. This is 1970. I don't know if we... Yeah, I could see uh, Nixon requesting that. Mm -hmm. Okay. He requested uh, <laughs> Welfare Cadillac. Is that one on our list? No. No, the, is... neither of these are um, Johnny Cash songs. Yeah, these are not songs. Johnny Cash songs. He wanted to hear other people's songs from Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. But this Welfare Cadillac song... It's awful. <laughs> It's basically, basically, he's complaining about people who are welfare but can afford Cadillacs, and he's oh. just, it's awful. He's just saying, like, you know, I don't do no work, but the government takes care of me, boop, boop. <laughs> and that's the whole song is, like, complaining about poor people. And obviously, yeah. Johnny Cash is not into that. Right. So he, he also requested he... a boy named Sue. Oh, right, right. So he did request <laughs> oh, okay. one, uh, probably the worst Johnny Cash song <laughs> to some people. But the really, but really popular one. So mm -hmm. why did Johnny Cash say yes to this invitation if the song that well he wanted him to sing was like well he showed up and played uh, three other songs. Oh well, he <laughs> did play a boy named Sue, but he didn't play that. Right, right. He right. didn't play the two the like, two first ones. Okay. Right. Yeah. He played he played a protest song instead, uh, the ballad of Ira Hayes. Hayes. Ira Hayes was uh, one of the three men, or one of the several men, who raised the flag over Iwo Jima. Uh huh. He was a Native American, and uh, he got treated like he got treated very poorly mm -hmm. uh, when he when he returned home. So Johnny Cash uh, had been known to perform this song about him. I think I read his biography book. Uh, Ira Hayes. Few, yeah, a few years ago. Oh, okay. Um, I lived outside of Washington D.C. and I loved seeing all the ma monuments, and so I wanted to get to know that stuff. Moving on, but yes, Johnny Cash. Yeah, so he played a uh, uh, song kind of opposite to what Richard Nixon had wanted to hear. Yeah. Also, Man in Black, which is on your playlist. Right. Hmm. And that one is, I think, did we talk about it a little bit earlier, but the message of the song is him saying, like, I'm wearing black because there are all of these problems and you know people are dying in Vietnam and he hopes that one day it won't be like that but until it is he's wearing black. Yeah that's kind of his like mission statement as it were Yeah. to use a corny phrase but he's really saying what he's all about in that one song it's, that's mm -hmm. a very important one hmm. and he is known as the man in black because he always wears a black coat. Well that's what he wear, wore and Dr. Quinn, I, I swear I'm mentioning this a lot. <laughs> uh, this so is you your, might want to watch this. This is your Johnny Cash point of reference, not walk the line. Well, no, Dr. he Quinn. was yeah, he wore black, black all of it was black in, in the show. So after Richard Nixon gets his three songs and he realizes two of them are not what he wanted, did he not have oh. a good relationship with Johnny afterwards? Actually, they, they were supposed they were friendly afterwards. Mm -hmm. There's a quote from Richard Nixon where it says... It says, uh, Nixon joked, the one thing he'd learned about the singer was that one didn't tell him what to sing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, it seems like he still had respect for him afterwards, or yeah. at least being polite about it. Yeah, yeah. being polite, Publicly. but at least like saying, hey, I noticed you still didn't play my songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, we've talked a lot about Johnny Cash, and there's so many other stories we yeah. could tell and you know yeah. other things in his life um but i think we'd like to hear from you you know i'd like to hear 
what are the songs, and you've mentioned some of them, the ones you really liked, and yeah. also what you didn't like, and uh -huh. maybe just your general perceptions. So another thing, um, I didn't give much time to talk about it, but Get a Rhythm. Get Rhythm. Oh, get Rhythm, yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite songs. I, I just like thought it was that. lots of fun. Um, and that was, that honestly goes well with just what I liked before with other stuff. It's just very upbeat. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was fun. Um, and I like the drums on that. That song has a, um, I'm not sure if this is the right word, like kind of a skiffly kind of sound. I, I like songs that sound like you're on a train. The mm. chicka, 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 chicka is like the, yeah, they the did background. That's a, a big country western thing. Uh, is having a beat that sounds either like a horse yeah. or a train. Yeah. Mm. There are other ways of getting around in the old west. I'm a sucker for train rhythms. Train rhythms. <laughs> well, Johnny Cash is definitely for you. <laughs> And you don't even like country. But I, I especially like that rhythm when you find it in a song that isn't that genre. Like, then I'm even more attracted to it. Huh. And I don't know why. I like things that sound like... I like music that sounds like things in general. <laughs> if I can hear... Uh, you know, like, something sounds like a train or a horse or in uh, some of my metal bands, sounds like a machine gun. Hmm. That's all fun for me. Yeah, Black Sabbath is more machine gun. <laughs> so uh, you like Get Rhythm? Yes, I like that one. I like The Ring of Fire. Mm. I thought that was a fun song of just his... I'm guessing he wrote that one, right? That is in dispute, actually. Really? Um, June has the writing credits for it, but Johnny Cash's ex-wife says Johnny wrote it and gave June the credit because she needed the money. But I don't know if we should believe her or not. That she might be a little biased. Huh. Well, I like the song anyways. I did too. That was the first one I ever heard. Really? Do you like the horns on that one? I know you like yes, the horns in general. I do. I, I did like the horns on that one. And the other song I really liked was Walk the Line. I okay. just, there was a similarity of Ring of Fire and Walk the Line that I just, I think both of them I liked because of the same reasons. And I don't know what that reason is because maybe I don't know Johnny Cash's music very well. So I was wondering if maybe you could help me out. Why do I like those two songs together? Well, there's always a lot of sincerity in Johnny Cash's lyrics. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if Exactly. You feel like he means everything he's saying. He sings from his like heart, but Absolutely. he's going through so much in it's, his heart. Right. Like cuz even though he's saying he's I you know, I will be faithful. I will I'll be a good boy. I'll walk we the know, line. We know he didn't always live up to that. No, he struggled. But he sure did his best. Yes. And then <laughs> same thing with Ring of Fire. It's like he's talking about this love and passion. And so he's just sharing his heart and both of them and commitment. and, and yeah, without, like ever, without ever being corny. Yeah, exactly. And it's I just, think that's why I like those two songs. And I do like Johnny. I think he was a good guy. Um, he struggled in life, but hey, you know what? We all struggle. I was about to say, don't we all? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think overall you're saying that you liked your yeah. experience, even though there were a couple songs or maybe things that you didn't fully prefer. Exactly, where I want to let you know at the beginning of the week I was very hesitant to um, give my heart to Johnny Cash. Sure. Because <laughs> I've been told left and right not to let country... But um, I could see where you would ease me in with Johnny Cash compared to some other things that I've heard. So Something that you told me was one of the reasons that you thought you didn't prefer country music is that you didn't like the repetitive mm -hmm. music beat. And Which I is wasn't weird. sure what you, what you meant. 
Yeah. By that, can you explain what you mean by repetitive music beat? So I know you like the train thing. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I know you like, you know, maybe the horse. And I think that part, I don't know if I like that. So part. it's the particular or like rhythm. The, yeah, maybe the rhythm, but. But you like I still get like get rhythm. So I don't know. I'm still learning about myself and what I like with music and then educating myself properly. So I would say it's a lot of simple rhythms, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not an expert uh, on that, but it's they, would you say, Allison, that generally the like it's simple rhythms, it's kind of uh, the same. It's Yeah, I feel like so to be his songs, a lot of them to me kind of seem like sing-along type songs, like in a bar or at a party kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And songs like that need to be simple right. so that they repeat so that people can join in. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that's necessarily a negative. No, I guess not. I just, I, I wonder if for you maybe what you mean by the repetitive music beat is like what we were talking about, that kind of shuffly train sound or whatever, mm-hmm. is for you still, it has an association of... Texan or country or South or something that you have a negative correlation with like in your head. Yeah. And that maybe that what you don't like about that sound is that it's reminiscent of a culture that you haven't bought into. Yeah. And I would say Johnny Cash is more country of like Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, opposed to South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, South. Would you say that's true? Well, a lot of his subject matter is kind of like that because the popular thing at the time was Western. Yeah. I associate him personally more with the Southeast, even though he's from Arkansas, because he spent so much time in Nashville and areas like that. Yeah. But anytime, like, the Ghost Riders in the Sky song, I mean, that's definitely seems Southwest. Yeah, yeah. As is, I shot a man in Reno to watch him die. That's in the Southwest. Yeah. I am not going to claim to be fully knowledgeable of regional country varieties <laughs> to be able to fully answer that. On that. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'm ready to give my rating. Are you ready to receive it? Yeah, I guess so. Let's hear it. So on a scale of one to ten, one being garbage, ten being greatness, where would you place the man of black? Mm, seven. Eight. Seven point five. <laughs> is that your ultimate Deal. response? <laughs> Deal. Yes, 7.5. Um, like, I'm hesitant to give him a, a full 8. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, I was surprised. I really was surprised that I liked Get Rhythm, um, Walk the Line, Ring of Fire, and yeah. You surprised yourself. I did. I, I think that's something to keep in mind going forward is that you didn't think you liked country Mm-mm. music, but you had a very, but what you experienced with Johnny Cash is very different than what you expected country music to be. Yeah. So I hope that going forward as you, as we explore more genres and more artists that you can ha- remember this experience, can hold on to it, and you yeah. don't know what else might surprise you. Yeah, exactly. And now you have something to talk to country music fans about. I don't know if I have a Should lot of that friends happen? that have country, <laughs> that love country. I probably do. I just don't talk about music, hence why I don't know about music. Well, if somebody asks you if you can like if you like country music, you can do what I do, which is say, I like Johnny Cash. Is that what you say? <laughs> yes. Really? Me too. <laughs> and now you can add, and I did a podcast about it. Go ahead and listen to it. Um, <laughs> and you could tell your friends to uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, subscribe on iTunes. 
and listen to all the playlists on Spotify. Erin, thanks a lot. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here. I had a lot of fun this episode. I'm glad you did. I did, too. I Um, learned a lot. Yeah. And I'm glad you, like, put in some um, history. That was really nice of you. Oh, there's so much. There's even more we left out. Yeah. Really? Cool. Does he have an autobiography? Two. Two. And a movie, which I've seen, but I can't recall. And he wrote a novel. He's a really interesting guy. I did not know he wrote a novel. That's what I read. Well, I have to let you borrow the DVD. I think it's somewhere in my DVD collection. So, anyways, thank you, Aaron. Thank Thank you. you, Allison. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much, and have a great week. Bye. 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 Let's uh, do this music thing. Come on, boys, potatoes in the pie way. Do, 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 do.